host, Mary Copeland. This infotainment podcast explores how to live your best life now and well into retirement. We'll discuss topics in financial planning, housing, and insurance. We'll talk wellness, relationships, and leisure activities. A full, active life requires planning for your goals and preparing for the unexpected. I'll introduce you to a variety of guests from knowledgeable experts to folks sharing their stories of life experiences and so much more, because life is big. All is intended to help guide you in planning for what you need now and at any age. Like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Today, my guest is Deborah Horn. Deborah has been the Executive Director of Meals on Wheels Kitsap since 2010. She has worked for nonprofit organizations over the last 45 years, all with a focus on healthcare. Deborah has been a resident of Kitsap County for over 30 years and has raised her family here. In her spare time, if she's not playing with her five grandchildren, she is creating stained and fused glass art. What a talent. Deborah, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Mary, for inviting me to be here today. Oh, you're more than welcome. It's always a pleasure to have a conversation with you. So let's clue our folks in what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Meals on Wheels and how they are more than just a meal for older adults, 60 and older. So I'm going to jump right in to the first question and ask you, Deborah, what is Meals on Wheels? So Meals on Wheels is a nationwide network of community-based nonprofit programs that are dedicated to providing seniors in their communities with the support that enables them to remain safe um, and secure um, living in their own homes where they want to be. Um, This support um, typically includes um, a nutritious meal, a friendly visit, and quick safety checks. Meals on Wheels Kitsap is a 48-year-old community-based nonprofit that has been providing these essential services for seniors in Kitsap County for more than 48 years. Wow, that's a wonderful service that you folks provide. How do you manage meal services and deliveries for your clients, though? How does that actually work? So for our specific program, we provide meals um, in a number of different ways. The, um, we offer um, normally, pre-COVID, um, hot meals in community dining sites where seniors can come, enjoy a hot meal, and some friendly conversation with other seniors in community settings like churches, senior centers, um, senior apartment complexes, and community halls. Mm -hmm. The other major portion of our meal delivery program is a home-delivered meal service. And this service is provided to seniors who are medically homebound and, and don't have the ability, either because of a medical reason or physical reason, to safely prepare a nutritious meal. Or probably they might not be mobile and can't get to the meal sites either, correct? Yes, ma'am. Gotcha. So um, I know I had stated in the opening that this is for folks um, 60 and older, but tell me how this works. Who is eligible for your services as it pertains to Meals on Wheels and Kitsap? So individuals need to be 60 years of age and older. 
um, to participate in our community dining program. It's just meeting that age requirement. Most of our community dining plans are still able to get out and about. So they're driving, they may be um, carpooling, they may be using um, community transportation services. Um, either way, they're able to get out, purchase food from grocery stores and other restaurants, and come to the community dining sites to eat. Um, our home delivery meal services, again, you need to be 60 years of age and older, and you have to be homebound for a medical condition. Um, we don't ask for doctor's proof that you are um, medically homebound. It's just truly based on your assessment of, um, of being unable to get out. Um, all of our clients don't drive and um, may just use access or um, public transportation to get to doctor's appointments, church, personal services, and so forth. So there's no um, income requirement? There is no income requirement, Mary. The key um, criteria for any of our services is that you have a need for nutritious meals. So um, we do serve a large number of low to middle income individuals, but we also serve others on the other end of the spectrum. And when somebody comes to a meal site pre-COVID, is there a fee when they're um, dining at the um, community site? So ours is a donation-only program. Um, the suggested donation is $3 a meal, whether you come to a community dining site or um, you get your meal delivered to you at home. And it's a suggested donation. We'll serve people no matter what they're able to afford. Thank you for taking care of those that um, can't take care of themselves at times. Um, Meals on Wheels, um, are there other organizations, other Meals on Wheels across the country, and do they provide the same services or similar services to what you do here in Kitsap County? You bet, Mary. So yes, Meals on Wheels Kitsap is one of 5,000 um, senior nutrition programs across the United States. Um, here in Washington State, there are 22 other Meals on Wheels or senior nutrition programs similar to ours. Each program nationwide um, provides services, primarily nutrition meals um, and socialization, but it's dependent on what the resources and more importantly, what the needs are in their particular communities. That makes sense. Um, I can see we're on Zoom here and your background um, has your graphics on it and I can see your slogan then more than a meal. So do you wanna to explain to us what that actually means that um, Meals on Wheels is more than a meal? You bet, Mary. So as I said, the heart and soul of our services are providing nutritious and healthy meals for seniors. But our more than a meal um, motto, if you will, extends that. Um, in addition to the meals being delivered by friendly visitors um, and volunteers who are able to um, 
visit with our clients, um, they're the many times they're that safety check as well and being able to kind of um, physically assess how clients are doing, especially if they live alone and provide referral services into the community. So our service delivery model, as I said, includes nutrition, um, hot, uh, pre-COVID. Uh, right now we're doing frozen meals only. Um, we also, um, provide um, liquid nutrition supplements such as Insure Plus for those clients that could use the additional nutrition or for those um, individuals who maybe are um, undergoing radiation and chemotherapy or other medical treatments and are unable to eat solid food, they can um, perhaps get Insure Plus with a physician's prescription. Um, we provide in-home safety, again, by doing those um, physical um, uh, checks when meals are being delivered um, and kind of identifying potential hazards, you know, when you go up to the door, are the stairs kind of rickety, is there a light bulb that's out, are there some other issues, and again, um, making some referrals um, to them for um, support to get those things taken care of. One of the things that's really important, um, and it really came home during this COVID pandemic, is the whole socialization issue. Mm. Seniors who come to our community dining sites come not only for the nutritious meals, but as I said earlier, the ability to sit down and chat with Mary and Joe and see what they've been up to this week. Um, it's an opportunity for new seniors coming into the community to meet other seniors. And again, since many of our sites are in senior centers and community halls, they get introduced to a broader base of activities as well as individuals that they can meet. During COVID, um, we had to close all of our community dining sites um, because um, of safety issues and mandates by local and federal and state health departments. Um, during COVID, um, we um, ended up using or developing some new programs, um, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but that socialization is so important to our seniors. Another more than a meal concept that we provide is that community referral. You know, our um, compass and clock is one of those um, prime examples of, of, of an organization that network that takes individual programs that are all serving um, seniors and their families and puts us all in touch um, so that we can find out about how other businesses can help support the individuals that we're serving. Um, but we also belong to the chambers and uh, network with a lot of health and human service type organizations in our communities. The last piece of our more than meal concept are all of the little extras that are provided. And so we have community partners school kids, church groups, um, businesses that adopt us throughout the year and provide things like um, our birthday box program. 
putting together boxes and uh, birthday bags that have really um, nice gifts and uh, birthday greetings that our volunteers deliver with the meals to our seniors, homebound seniors. We also provide emergency meal um, bags to all of our um, um, homebound clients because they depend on our services. And in an emergency, whether it's inclement weather or fire or something like that, heaven forbid, an earthquake, um, they actually receive five shelf-stable meals, bottled water, flashlights, emergency blankets, those kinds of things um, to help them um, during those times. That definitely is more than a meal. Thank you for all that you provide for our community. Um, so as we're talking through all of this, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you how things have changed during COVID as it pertains to your services to your clients. So thank you, Mary. I think Meals on Wheels Kitsap, like all organizations nationwide, um, had to learn how to pivot during this last 19 months of COVID-19. Um, I want to say that I feel that we were um, lucky because our program, since we serve a vulnerable population, um, has not missed a heartbeat since COVID began. We already um, had health and safety protocols in place because we are delivering meals to seniors and serving them in congregate settings that we maintained that service. We did do a little tweak to it. We had to stop delivering and serving hot meals, um, but clients were able to get frozen meals. Our home delivered meal clients receive frozen meals once a week. And our congregate clients, we actually developed a meal pickup service, curbside pickup service, so that they could pick up meals on a weekly basis. I believe one of the things too was the outreach with phone calls. Yes. And so as I spoke earlier about you know, the social isolation that seniors who live alone normally face. Um, we actually developed a Kitsap Phone Friends program, um, utilizing many of our existing volunteers who previously served hot meals in the sites or delivered meals um, to our seniors. And these were people they knew, and they actually make um, at least weekly, sometimes twice weekly calls to our seniors, homebound seniors. That was a very welcome phone call, I'm sure, every time um, one of your recipients received it. Um, so we all hope that there's going to be an end to the pandemic sooner rather than later. So with everything that you've done through the last 19 months, what do you see as your new norm, so to speak, um, for the way you provide your services to your clients? So, you know, we, like all organizations, continue to watch on a daily basis what's happening in our communities. Our primary goal always has been to um, be able to maintain safety and um, the health, protect the health of our staff, volunteers, and our clients. So as we look at the future and what our new normal will be. Um, it is our hope to get back to um, serving hot meals in community dining sites, being able to deliver hot meals to our homebound seniors. We have actually found that the 
frozen meal pickup, uh, curbside pickup service has been very popular. And so we are gonna actually add that and keep that as part of our service program services moving forward. The same about our Kitsap phone friends. That program as well will move forward uh, when things get back to the new normal. Um, we have continued to operate our senior farmer's market nutrition program. We also provide nutrition counseling services to all of our clients and um, we'll continue with those services as well. Um, over the years, as you and I have collaborated with each other, I, I know that you do fundraisers um, to help fuel, um, you know, support everything that you do. And I think you have a few upcoming, um, the balance of this year. So do you want to just talk about in a normal year, what are the key ones that you usually do so people are aware of that? You bet, Mary. Thank you. Um, so, yes, our people sometimes wonder where our funding comes from. We do receive um, federal grants and um, state and local and business um, grants as well. Um, we do receive, um, we're blessed to receive individual and business contributions throughout the year. Um, and we do normally for special event in-person fundraisers, which due to COVID, um, many of them were canceled. Um, we did start a new virtual fundraiser last year, which has been very successful for us. And we did it again this year and plan to do it in the future. Um, but we have coming up um, our annual holiday wreath sale and our um, Jingle Fest holiday crafts and art event. Um, and um, are hoping that um, we're able as a community to, um, with social um, precautions or safety precautions in place, um, hold that event this year. Fingers crossed, that's for sure. And I will make sure that I get the information from you both for the wreath um, sale and for the Jingle Fest and share it with our Compass and Clock readers in our monthly newsletter. And at the end of our um, podcast today, I'll ask you to provide your website address. Um, so I do have a final question, and that is, how does someone find a nutrition program like yours in their community? How would they go about that? So um, I would um, invite your um, listeners and viewers um, to connect on the website to Meals on Wheels America. There is a national locator service. Um, their website is mealsonwheelsamerica.org. And all you need to do is type in the zip code, whether it's you personally that is looking for a meals program, or if you happen to be looking for a program for an elderly parent or a family member or friend, you can type in their zip code and a list of local services will pull up. Fantastic. So through everything you shared with us, it's obvious that Meals on Wheels definitely makes a difference to those that you serve. And I'm going to say thank you, Deborah, for joining us today. And first and foremost, for the nutritious meals that are so vitally important and the socialization that your organization um, affords 
you know, those 60 and older that really um, need what Meals on Wheels um, truly is there for to provide for all of them. So folks that are listening to us, this was Deborah Horn with Meals on Wheels Kitsap. Deborah, please give us your website address. It's www.mealsonwheelskitsap, K-I-T-S-A-P dot org. Okay, so listeners, you should go to that website to find information of um, what Meals on Wheels um, provides in your local marketplace here in Kitsap County, um, how to sign up somebody that's a loved one or yourself, look there for upcoming events and fundraisers that Meals on Wheels Kitsap is doing. Um, they're part of also, I live on um, an island, Bainbridge Island here, and we have the red envelope the one call for all, where um, different nonprofit organizations you can make donations to, and you can give a lump sum and um, either just leave it as a lump sum, or you can designate to favorite um, nonprofits. And I know Meals on Wheels is on that list because I've donated to you before. So thank you. You're more than welcome. So folks, being able to interact with others is essential for good mental health. And a healthy meal is great for, new, for your overall health. So um, take part in both. Have a great weekend. And we look forward to um, sharing another podcast with you next week. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Deborah.